Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hockey fans, it's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. For example, the Chicago Blackhawks played the Seattle Kraken today, and there's a very good chance the Blackhawks might actually win that game. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored potentially by Sam Lafferty, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, bet $5 on NHL team to win their game, and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Welcome everyone to the PJ's cast. I'm your host, Pierce, alongside of my good pal Schmitty, and only my good pal Schmitty. It's just the two of us tall kings going at it today. Just the two of us. <laughs> Speaking of the two of us, the Chicago Blackhawks are off to a 2-2-0 start, better than last year, which, I mean... Plan the parade. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Plan the parade! Literally any Lafferty's start. getting 82 points this year. Get yes, excited, sir. Hawks Nation. And he's getting traded for a first. He's getting the Brandon Hagel. But, guys, we have to settle our expectations. This is a guy you keep around for a rebuild. That... Sorry, not to go off topic, but that top comment Mark Lazarus made about Sam Lafferty almost made me, like, belly laugh. He's like, oh, well, you can't afford guys like Debrinkin and Hagel, so you keep around a guy like Lafferty. I was like, I want to punch all of you in the face right now. Like, you do not have this double standard with this Hawks team just because a guy has five points in four games. I beg you, please, because it's just going to make this season insufferable. Let's focus on the positives, not – Let's keep Sam Lafferty around because he's a more important piece and or he's a more cost controlled piece than Brandon Hagel, who was on a fucking one point five times three. Like I don't want to hear that shit. Those you know what I mean? Mark, by the way, mm. yeah, I don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? Like just yeah, that's the whole thing. Like if DeBrinket and Hagel aren't safe, either is Sam Lafferty. Yeah, like oh yeah, you just a guy. You have to keep some people. Well, if you kept some people, you might want to keep the best ones. But that's just me. So if you, I. If he's really true about the full sale thing and he keeps this up and he's like 35 points at the deadline, sorry, I don't care how big of a leadership piece is. Your ass is getting shipped out of town. Especially so for a first round high second and first. Yes. Like, because, like I don't it. think like I, I'm just I that whole topic pissed me off because like I don't think Mark realizes how much a player who does that at that price with term is worth. Brent. Fucking Blake Coleman got like two firsts, I'm pretty sure, if I recall correctly. Berkeley Goodrow got a fucking first round pick. Like, th- this shit happens when you have term and you can play like that. Don't, don't, don't make, look at the fan base like they're fucking crazy when they think like that. They've seen it time and time again. There's a reason they're thinking like that. I- I'm sorry. Like, I can't, I can't stand when like the beat writers try to like belittle the fan base and saying, oh, you're dumb for thinking like that. No, they're not. They've just seen it. 
multiple times over the last five years. Keep in mind, this is game fucking five or whatever. Like, yeah, we're, we're coming up on game five here. Yep. Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, the yeah, fact we're... that we're talking about that and not just like, oh, they're playing great five on five. It's like just a summary of this fan base, this state right now. Yeah, Tom Lafferty, like two years left at 1.15. Like, again, like he has what five points in four games. It's way too early to call anything. But, like, if he even keeps a, like a little under half a point per game pace, like that's probably a, 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 something a team would look at at the trade deadline and be like, hey, maybe like a second and decent prospect at least. Like, again, like just looking at Tampa term. Bay. Yeah, term and money and the players that play like that can get you a lot. But, and, like, Sam Lafferty has been a big part of this team's identity, but, like, players like that you can easily find. Like, you know. And here's the thing. You could build the identity the whole time you have them here. Like, this is, like, I don't know if, like, he doesn't have the same foot speed as Lafferty, but, like, a guy like Ed Whistle can do exactly what Lafferty's doing in two years if he just develops the way that he should develop. Like, like you said, these guys don't grow on trees, but you can very easily regrow them. Like, I don't know. Like, just, like just they draft, that's what they went after in their draft. They drafted guys like like Winsky's, like, perfect Winsky, example, right? That just play with great pace and have that kind of energy. And you, I would say, have probably have more off- offensive upside than Lafferty does. Yep. It, dude, it's whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just, that, that comment really rubbed me the wrong way. Like, just, just, Actually enjoy the good times of hockey you're going to have covering the team, bud, before, like, everyone's on your ass when they're losing eight in a row. Like, that's the part I don't get the most. Like, you should be enjoying this time because they're not going to be winning a lot this year. But, no, you pick this time to kind of start shit with the fan base again. Like, whatever, dude. Get them. Whatever. All right. That's cool. Yeah, that's the thing. It's going to be a long-ass season. Like, the Blackhawks are playing great right now. Like, just compared – again, compared to what it was last year, that's the lowest bar possible – they like quite literally are giving a shit yeah. to start the season, which they were not doing in the month of October last year. So, or the past few years for that matter. No, but like especially last year because they didn't. Pretty sure they didn't win a game in October, if I recall. Like, no, nope. yeah, they suck. Um, the first game against Ottawa, I remember it. Took that's a like the, hat trick. That's literally just like the summary of hockey in a nutshell. Like the team last year on paper had way more talent. Couldn't pick up a fucking win until game 10. Couldn't them a calendar month to win a game. Yeah. This team, if they had the start last year's team had, I don't think anyone would have batted an eye. I think if anything, we would have just been like, oh, my God, we actually have a head start towards Bedard. But, like, I don't know. Maybe it's, like, the win-win of this season. Because, like, if they win, it's, like, very unexpected. It's, like, when they win games like that, it's like, oh, okay. Well, that was nice. Um, also, you send the other team's fan base into absolute shambles because that was like <laughs> my favorite game on Friday uh, night was Detroit, listening yeah, to how Red Wing fans yeah. were just losing it <laughs> the whole third period. And as they should, because you should not be blowing 3-1 leads to this hockey team ever. No. <laughs> Let alone allowing shorthanded goals to Connor Murphy. <laughs> like, oh, man. But, um, yeah, Hawks playing well. Like, they're – What's their goals for? Like fifty, something like that. Yeah, like, they have like last time that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, they have an expected goals for above fifty percent, which <laughs> enough is already like for me to like see. There's clearly been a switch. There's clearly been a buy-in with this new head coach because they don't win that game last. They don't win this game last year. They don't win the San Jose game last year either. And like other than the Colorado game, like the third, the other three games they played and they've been competitive. 
And, and like I would Colorado. argue that the Colorado yeah. game, they were pretty competitive too. They just took yeah. way too many penalties. Like you mm-hmm. take five penalties against Colorado, you're going to lose every time. Oh, Especially yeah. if you let a four power play. going to have a bad time. Yeah. Yeah. Like honestly, I like they were, if you look at the stats in that Colorado game, they were actually winning the five on five battle. Like from what I remember. They're not getting caved in. They're it's not getting caved. Exactly. Yeah. And that's about the best thing you could ask from this team. Because if they were getting caved for 82 straight games, this would just be a nightmare of a season. Mm-hmm. This actually makes it to where maybe fans want to go see games. It makes it to where, like, people actually want to watch the games. Like, I don't want it. Like, like you just said, Pierce, earlier. Like, oh, I'm going to watch the, a little bit of the Bengals and the Hawks games. Like, if they were 0-4, probably not watching the Hawks game. Oh, no. Gonna... Like, I actually have interest in this game, one, because I want to see the Kraken play. And, two, like, the Blackhawks oh, yeah. are semi-competitive. Like, it might actually be a fun game to watch. And it's, like, it's not – the guys you expect, like Kane has one point, I think, in four he games. He doesn't have a goal yet, I know that much. Yeah, well, he hit the post twice last on Friday, yeah. so he's he's getting close, he trust do. me. Yeah. Uh, did you see um <laughs> did you see the overtime winner? He's just beaver tapping behind Domi and Domi's like, No, yeah. I got this. Let me just root this shot real quick. By the way, Mort Sider on that play, like I think he has like I think one one point this season so far. He but he's I player. saw him make at least three key blocks in that game alone that oh, yeah. make me just think I don't care if he's not getting points, he actually can play defense. You know what I mean? <laughs> like oh, if yeah. I'm a Red Wings fan, I am not worried about that whatsoever. Same with Raymond. I think Raymond's only got like two assists or something. But they'll be fine. Yeah. Don't, don't. Sophomore slump. Oh no. Whatever are we gonna do? Definitely don't trade him like the Hawks always do. <clears throat> um, what have they ever done that? Come on now. Right. They haven't done that with every star player that they've drafted ever. Anyways. But like I, um, I don't know if it's just you. Like if you watch the games, like. Every line has been somewhat productive. No, like, I only watch it on my bar graphs. I don't watch the game. Freaking no, like that. Yeah. Dave's line's been getting constant pressure every game. Uh, Kane line gets their like the, the Kane line's how every Kane line is. If you turn the puck over, they're getting an on man rush and they're faster this year to get an on man rush at that than to see you. Um, and the third line's been their best line, the Dickinson line. That line's been about oh, as good of a third line as you could ask for. Like Kershev's looked very good this year under that line mm-hmm. and your fourth line is doing what they're supposed to do so as long as Kara is not getting his fucking head punched we're good <laughs> like Dude, jack johnson has two assists as well like jack johnson's flying yeah. up the ice in the offensive zone trying to <laughs> score on his backhand like this dude thinks he's in 2012 again i don't know what's going on I, I know Luke Richardson's in this dude's ear or Seth's in his ear and he's just like go crazy i got you <laughs> he's like oh word <laughs> From what I've seen, Seth Jones has looked really good too. Yeah, I've liked that pairing. The only, like, quite possibly the only, quite literally the only defenseman I don't like is Tenorti. And it's just because yeah. he, he doesn't do anything. There, I think he's hit. there for the sake of being there. Yeah. Oh, he's just there to hit. He's just there yeah. to hit. He, he's got like. I he destroyed like, Soderblom, so I respect that. Yeah, he's got like 16 <laughs> hits or something this year. Yeah. Like, he's. He's doing what he's there to do. It's just mm-hmm. you could do that on the third pairing. Oh, Caleb Jones had a rough start too. Yeah. I know he's coming off injury, but. And then, like, I, that was McCabe's first game, so I'm going to give him, like, probably to, like, yeah, it's too early to tell. Yeah, yeah I wanna, I'll give McCabe, like, a week or two, see how he looks. Because I didn't think he was going to come back this fast from his injury, to be honest. I don't either. Yeah. Sounded like he was going to be out until November when, we, yeah. when it was originally reported. But I guess that's good recovery time. So good for him. Um, what else did we miss? Oh, Regula and Blasted got sent down. Forgot yeah, that's that. good. I, I was kind of – yeah, I didn't like Regula getting scratched, but at least they sent him down instead of, like, saying them there for, like, another week or so. And I remember they were saying that the plan was always to put Vlasic in, the, in Rockford this year. Good, and, like, yeah. 
Rockford's decor, like I think they put Vlasic with Crevier, I think. So that's just like oh my god, a that's a massive fucking defense. <laughs> that's like, that's like six, six and six eight. Yeah. Oh, that's huge. But um good luck yeah. getting past our defenses. Yeah. Oh, trust me, everyone did last night. I think they played the Wolves. And yeah, it was I know. a rough time. Yeah. Hey, LeBrecht was scored though. <laughs> there we go. That's all that matters, really. Yeah, because because I don't Soderblom got called out because Mrazic got put on injured reserve. Uh, groin strain, if I recall, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, shout out to Stalock for coming in. Uh, oh, in dude, Stalock's been great. I love watching him because he's so K Dog, but he's he literally an EASHL goalie. Like, he's mm-hmm. an EAS, he just fly, he flies around and makes the save every time. I don't know how he does it. Definitely, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, me too. It's gonna be and, him versus Martin Jones today. Get fucking excited. Oh, my god, dude, you said that in the goosebumps on my arms. Let me tell you. Yeah, I'm gonna but, see another Sam Lafferty three point performance. <laughs> Here we go. And that's that's really the whole thing of this year. You, like, it's gonna be hard to tell like what if there's gonna be tangible success or not. Obviously, like Rockford, we're gonna be able to tell if there's tangible success. I think I still think they're gonna be one of the better teams in the HL. Just looking at all the pieces they have down there, that defensive core. Or Arvid Soderblom is a really good goalie. Um, and that forward core as well, Lucas Reichel reading, leading the way. Like We're going to get into later, but like Kevin Korchinski has already 12 points in his first six games, 11 of them are assists, which is great. He's going to get points at the NHL no matter what. Like He's got the skill, but well, more on that later. Um, the thing you really just want to see like is the good stories. Like We saw Alex Daylock picking up his first win as a Blackhawk coming in relief. I think he stopped like 15 shots or whatever it was in relief. He had some huge saves in the third period to keep that game tied. And then like that Vegas game, he held them in there the whole time. If only he got like a goal or two, they won that game. So Dickinson's another great story. Like mm -hmm. guy had a broken hand all last year in Vancouver, if I recall, like he's Vancouver management doing a wrong thing. What? Again, more on that. I mean, they've won games this year, right? I mean, come on. Yeah, clearly. Like, yeah, they, I mean, they, they were under a 110-point pace or whatever with Boost Boudreaux. They were 69-6. and six. They'll be Yeah, they totally five. didn't lose to the bad Buffalo Sabres. Oh, wait, no, the Sabres aren't bad anymore. They're good. How about that, Jacob? How about that? Ra- Shout out Rasmus Dahlin, five goals in five games. Holy shit, that's insane. Yeah, I, witnessed him, I witnessed him score in person. It was pretty cool. And I watched Tage Thompson, like, Cook, Darnell, Nurse, and Cody CC. Not that that's necessary. Then you saw Paterka. You saw that Paterka goal, which was nice. From Vinny Henny, baby. Let's go. Vinny's been good this year. I don't know how Jacob's going to react to that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe someone uh, told. Maybe someone whispered to Vinny that he's actually in Chicago, so he's performing now. It's like it's like the the person you you hate the most makes a great point. It's like the player you hate the most gets a couple of points. <laughs> but, but that's actually like. I want to change that meme and make it that <laughs> the player you hate the most gets a couple points. Perhaps I treated you too harshly. Yeah. <laughs> no, Anyways, I never did. But <laughs> kind of to kind of wrap up the whole Blackhawks thing, like Alex Stalock, like this guy. I think that was like when he played Vegas. That was like his second start in three NHL seasons. We don't know if this guy. He didn't know if he was going to play again. Like he doesn't know how much he has left in his career. So like watching him play and like actually play good, play well. It's cool to watch. And, like, again, Jason Dickinson broke his hand last year, played with a broken hand last year, watching him bounce back, have that game against San Jose. Like, you just – you got to cherish those wins. It's going to be – it is going to be a long season. Like, they are 2-2-0 right now. Like, 
I came into the season with zero expectations. Like I don't, I didn't expect him to make the playoffs, nor did I expect him to get Connor Bedard. So I have zero expectations. So whatever happens to me is gravy. But I think all in all, like this is going to be a long, rough season. But we gotta, you gotta take the positives because there's, I don't think there's gonna be too many of them. Hmm. Anyways, so yeah, we kind of uh, talked about it uh, a little earlier. We're gonna transition on to other teams in the NHL. First things first. The Vancouver Canucks because they are uh, quite interesting there because uh, yeah not good. Um, I think their first four games plus they blew like multi goal leads and to not great teams like their first game they blew one to the Oilers which I know mean, it's it's gonna happen. It's, it's Connor McDavid. Over. I mean yeah, chalk that one up sure. Yeah, and then they blew one to Philadelphia. Then they blew on to Columbus. Then they blew on to Minnesota. And you're thinking, what? Minnesota's a good team. No, they're they're not. That was their first win of the season. Yeah, exactly. Didn't they blow on to Washington too? Yep. There was definitely one there. That's five of them. Five of them right there. And I wouldn't be surprised if I was missing one. And then they got shellacked at home in their home. I think that was their home opener. Yeah, that was their home opener against Buffalo. Yeah. And there were four jerseys thrown on the ice, if I recall, including Mm -hmm. a Henry Sedin one, which he does not deserve that jersey. No, he does not deserve that whatsoever. And yeah, Canucks land is not fun right now. Like they're just they're clipping every clip of JT Miller not playing defense. I'm just like, guys, did he ever play defense? Like I don't think this is the issue. Like he just need him to actually start scoring. Like I, I think the only positive coming out of there right now is Pedersen looks like he's good. He's not off to a slow start this year, but like everyone else is off to a slow start. So I don't. The, the talent's there. The defense isn't. But, like, the offense, the talent mm, is there. Like, they had three team. chances yeah. against Buffalo last night to either tie that game or get the lead, and they did. They just couldn't cash. Like, I think Pod Colson had a wide-open back door, just missed it. Like, oh, there's just a couple of those. Like, you hit those, that's a different game. But, I mean, we've seen it with the Hawks. Like, when you get on a losing streak like that, everything starts going bad. And, like, I saw, like – I think I saw JT Miller and Tyler Myers like fighting like in between periods, like barking at each other. Oh, it was Luke Shen and JT Miller. Yeah. Oh, Luke I Shen and JT Miller. My bad. One of the big pylon defensemen that they have. My bad. Um, <laughs> let alone right-handed defenseman. Man, that right side sucks. Tucker Pullman's the third. Oh, oh God, that right side sucks. Yeah. Also, there was no Quinn Hughes last night. So, like, the only defenseman who's actually like yeah, good I think on he's that out team. For a bit as well, from what I know. So ew, that doesn't help. Yeah. Traded that first for OEL. He's Getting a year older, I mean, Gunker how's Riley his... Stillman working out for them? I wonder. How yeah, how is Riley Stillman working out? But remember, fucking Jim Rutherford said there's this is not the time for a panic trade. Whatever, like, well, your panic trade was trading a second to get Riley Stillman. We're just not going to talk about to that. save two and a half million dollars. Or yeah, because your owner's going to be sued, <laughs> but we're just not going to get into that part. Um, yeah, yeah, we already have. We don't need to talk about it anymore. Um. Dude, like, I just don't like the and, and like people are like fire Boudreaux. I'm like, you guys are fucking stupid. Like, it's just this is gonna be a team that's gonna get hot in the second half and finish like tenth again in the conference. Like, it just always happens. Like, this team is not. I don't care what anyone says. They're not bad enough to get Connor. They're not gonna Carter. bottom out. They're not gonna, they're not bottom, gonna out. bottom out. Minnesota, I think, has a better chance of bottoming out than they do. And it's just because I think Minnesota's depth's finally starting to cave in on them. But that's besides the point. Um, like out of like the teams that are struggling to start the season, but I don't know, man. Like all it takes is like Besser getting hot or like Garland getting hot or Miller literally starting to score at a 90 point pace again. And you're going to start winning hockey games. 
Thatcher Demko stops a couple pucks. You win a couple of those games. Like I just, maybe it's on management making spent or whatever Spencer Martin, the backup. Like that's, yeah, that's a bad choice by management. I would oh, say. Oh, and Delia, I say no. Ooh, yeah. Cause Abbotsford's doing so well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, uh, we were we we're gonna record a podcast last week when we had some technical issues, but yeah, I remember reading that tweet. It was like they lost eight to two, like they just got outshot to high hell. Jeremy Carlton's the head coach, and Colin Delia is the goalie. What I mean, where have I heard that before? Philip Bruce is in for Caleb Jones. Let's go. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sorry. Cool. Nope, sorry, I had to talk about a real team for a second. Yeah, I no, team about that a good actually team. has wins. <laughs> exactly, all those freaks. Nah, but well, like. I would say not not to panic in Vancouver land, but like if they don't get a win soon, like we've seen what a not winning in a month does to your season. It just absolutely derails it, no matter how good of a streak you're going. The Blackhawks from last year. I was gonna say without the off ice stuff, but no, they still got some off ice stuff. Yeah, they got some issues. Yeah, yeah, like you know when Rachel Dory is like probably gonna pull out a lawsuit on you too. That's like whole other story too. Looks good on you, as you say. Good shit, Vancouver. Nice. But like, yeah, they're just a they're just a team. They don't know what they are. They're stuck in mediocrity. Not good enough to. They could potentially challenge for a playoff spot. It wouldn't surprise me. But like, they're gonna get knocked out in the first round, mm-hmm. and they're not gonna they're not bad enough to bottom out and get like a Connor Bedard or any of the top end guys that we were talking about before the show. Like, it's well, just I don't know. Yeah. The thing is, it's super early, and it's just like if yeah. that's your depth. Like we've seen when a goalie starts turning it on, what they can do. Look what Soros did for the Preds a couple years ago. I just there's part of me that thinks if Demko can turn it on, like, like you said, they'll make the playoffs and like he's or better, he's on the playoffs, fantasy he's team. No, but like, oh man, that's just a lot to ask. It's a lot. By the to way, ask. for my fantasy team, I have Demko and Flurry. I was like, oh, oh. So cool. <laughs> exactly. Oh. I was like, I'm like, I think those are some trendy picks, and they're like, look, I'm like looking at the J Fresh stats. It's like goal saved above average, and I'm pretty sure both of them. <laughs> Dude, I got Swain. I had Swayman and Flurry, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, I'll be fine." Swayman's had a rough start. And then I picked up Carter Hart off of waivers oh, because that's a apparently player. Carter Hart learned how to play goalie this season. Actually, Mackenzie Blackwood learned how to play goalie too. If we're looking at it, he's had it. There's a couple of guys quietly who've had very nice starts to the season. I think Sam Sonoff's over a nine thirty and has won almost every start he's played. Except good one, for I Washington, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure his only losses to Arizona. <laughs> no, that was Shogren, baby. Oh no, it was Shogren. Fuck, my bad. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Um, oh yeah, so he's undefeated then. How about that? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Then you got Blackwood, who's I think it's three and one with a nine twenty six or something. He's been solid as hell. Um, what do you mean Soro- New Jersey's doing well right now? What? Apparently, New Jersey's <laughs> leading in the graphs department. So, like. They get a save. They might be like I was watching them yesterday against San Jose. They were kind of skating them out of the building, which is what they should be doing. Yeah, but like I don't know, they actually can get possession five on five, which is something you couldn't say about a Devils team a couple years ago. Which is great for me because I want them to be mediocre, mediocre enough to get the fuck away from Bedard. Like you, I don't no, care what you do. Crazy. You do not deserve any of this top five. That's all I know. And even if they do make the playoffs, they're going to get trounced in the first round by, like, Carolina. Please. Please, please <laughs> play Carolina round one and just get ass-blasted. Or, like, Tampa or Florida or any of those teams. Any of those. Hey, hey. Boston. Boston. I was going to say Boston. Taylor Hall is fucking looking like MVP Taylor Hall. Like, they're like, oh, no, no Marshan, no McAvoy, no problem. We're good. We're just going to keep winning. David Krejci is going to be 35. David Cre- I was going to say David Krejci turned back the clock, like, 
five years. Not skip a fucking beat. People like yeah. we were talking about it before the season. It was like I think David Pasternak had like the quietest forty goal season ever, and the guy's mm-hmm. off to a hot start again. Bergeron, fu- he and Pavelski, and they just don't. Ageless fucking, wonders. Ageless yeah, wonders. Father Time gets their ass kicked by them every year. It's insane. Um, the decor has been very good for Boston, I would say, and surprisingly, Olmark's been good to start the year. I know that was oh, no. like big question, but. 223 and a 929. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, Oh, yeah. Kind of to wrap up on the Canucks management, like, I don't think there's going to be any changes because, again, at the end of the day, I feel like all of it has to do with uh, who actually, like, owns the franchise. Mm -hmm. And the thing is with mediocre teams like teams like Vancouver and even like the Blackhawks of last year like you have to have a good start if you want to make the playoffs teams that have proven time and time again that they're Stanley Cup contenders like Tampa is 1-3-0 right now I look at them and I see that they're, they're they're still gonna make the playoffs they're still gonna be a pain in the ass to get rid of in the playoffs like they've earned the benefit of the doubt these teams that think they're good they don't earn the benefit of the doubt to me. They need to get off to a good start to show that they are a playoff team. So that's that's the difference for me there. I agree. No, like you gotta like how many how many times have you brought it up in the show? You gotta start you gotta start the season strong, get these wins early. So if you have that right in January or February or March, like always gonna happen. Tenure, yeah. Yeah. You always you're always gonna have two bad weeks of hockey or something. Better to have it in like February when you have the games to spare. Then now, and you're playing catch up for the rest of the year mm-hmm. because that's just it is not a fun game to play when you're scoreboard watching every night in November because nope. you need to get points, and that's where Vancouver's going to be pretty soon. So, yeah, what's the thing? It's like by American Thanksgiving, like more often than not, if you're in a playoff spot by Thanksgiving or not in the playoff spot by Thanksgiving, like that pretty much determines where you are at the end of the year. But guys, they could be the Penguins or Blues. That's the outlier, not the. Yeah, those are those are outliers. Like you actually have to have a, a good team, and you actually have to have like you know generational talent on that team, or just get super lucky with the fucking racist in net. There's just there, there's no <laughs> other way to go about it. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, but uh, Vancouver stinks. Who's next on the docket? Who are we talking about? So yeah, we kind of. I want to talk about the Flyers, man. Dude. Tortaki, baby, it's in full force. Let's go. Like, say what you will about Tortorella as a coach. Like, he absolutely has a shelf life. It's like, but this is year one of the shelf life, yeah, so it's working. Exactly. <laughs> like, Columbus, like, he lasted way longer than I thought he would there. Um, the thing with Tortorella is, is like, whatever team, like, you're whenever you count a Tortorella team out, they always overperform. That was basically Columbus every year he was there. The, and like, there's just crazier. There's like even more crazier stories of Philly. I'm, I'm almost confident Kevin Hayes is third in the league at points right now. He's not. Well, he's fourth. He has nine points. Either way, yeah. <laughs> like, come on, guys. That's insane. Like Kevin Hayes is going off. Their young core is scoring. Like JVR is banging in goals every other game, like he always does. Uh, Morgan for like. Or what's his name? Konechny has four goals in five games. Yeah, Konechny's had a great start. You're 100% right. And you got to remember, they're doing it with no criteria or Ellis again. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, D'Angelo's been good for them. Like, mm-hmm. cool, I guess. Carter Hart's a great story. <laughs> yeah. Carter Hart's fucking actually stopping pucks right now, which I think is the biggest story. I think he had, like, a 38-save win against Tampa in Tampa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's – um. 
that's something to hang your, that's something you can hang your hat on. Like it's pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what like Phil. I don't. I never. I don't know if Philadelphia's gonna make the playoffs. But like, if there's a if there's a coach to lead the Flyers to the playoffs, it's absolutely Tortorella, and we've seen it so far. Oh yeah, and like they, it's it. We've talked about it a lot with the Hawks and Luke Richardson, but like we, it's just you can see what happens when a new when a new coach comes in and then the team buys in. Yeah, they like, already bought it. This is yeah. what happens. Like. To a different extent, it kind of happened with Brad Larson last year. Like, they really bought in on just, like, this run-and-gun offensive oh, yeah, game yeah, plan in Columbus, say, yeah. and they were scoring a fuck ton of goals, and mm-hmm. it was working. But, like, you know, they just couldn't stop a beach ball. So, like, yeah. there's balance to everything, but, like, Torch's style fits perfectly, not only for, like, the team, but that city. Yeah, like, I just yeah. – Broad Street Bowl, baby. Literally, they're going right back to their identity, and – Hey, that's the key word. Nick DeLaurier's not looked like yeah. a shit signing. Can't can't even knock it. Like Nick Sealer's getting backhand goals against Florida. Like oh, I don't know what is going Sealer. on right now with that team, yeah. dude. Like they're they are literally the Eastern Conference Blackhawks right now. Genuinely. Yeah. Like just winning games, like except they're beating like Tampa and shit when they do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're like Philly's getting some legit wins early on. I'm curious to see how it goes because I mean Shit, Pittsburgh's off to a hell of a start. So if we can get Philly Pittsburgh, oh just even competitive Philly Pittsburgh games yeah. in the regular season, that's a yeah. win for everyone, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. That's the that's the big thing. Like the, the Flyers are similar to the Blackhawks. Like they have an identity they've already bought in. Like they're just a pain in the ass team against to play against. And like Philadelphia, they got goaltending like apparent like that John Torrell defensive system, and now you got your your guys performing like Travis Konechny and Kevin Hayes and JVR, and that again like with Alcatraz and Ellis, like that's it's a great achievement, honestly, so far. For sure. Oh, Provorov's also had a great uh, start under Torts. I know that was like he was in trade rumors. Uh, Sandheim's had a good yeah, start. Yeah, Sandheim signed an extension. Yeah, yeah. Like they. Good times in Philly, like especially because considering the last two years have been just mediocre. So take it like it's like the Hawks, dude. Take it while you can. Take it while you can, and I don't blame Flyers fans for enjoying the start to their season. Oh no! Oh, you yeah, can go but, talk uh, shit to fucking Pittsburgh and New York and all them about how you're right next to them in the standings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it must be a great time to be a Philadelphia sports fan right now because I think the Phillies are like two wins away from the World Series. As One win. Well, Oh, one way. Oh, yeah. They won again last night. They won again. Oh, so it's so it's three one now. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I don't. I think it's still in Philly for Game Five. So like they could win at home. Yeah, because it's two three two for like Mm -hmm. the home and the way. It's not two two one one one. Mm -hmm. It's. I think we're like the only sport that does that still. Because like NBA does two three two in the. Oh, does the NBA do that now? I thought they did that as well. No. Well, for the finals, I know NBA was doing. I don't know. Maybe they still do two two one one one. I don't know. Whatever. Basketball doesn't matter. Literally. Bulls yeah. lost to the fucking Wizards. The season's already over. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cancel the parade. Literally. I I wanted to just make a touch on a team that's been, like, really good to start the year is Dallas. Like, I know they mm-hmm. had a lot of questions like, oh, why'd you trade a first oh, for Nils yeah, Lundqvist? Like yeah. I mean, like, Mason Marchment's their leading point getter right now. So, clearly yeah. that was a good free agent They, like, signing. beat Nashville twice. Yeah, and convincingly twice. Mm-hmm. And then they – I mean, they lost to the Leafs in overtime. Okay, whatever. Like, you can, for your Nick first loss of the season, yeah. like, chalk that up. Whatever. Yeah. But I don't think they've lost in regulation yet, if I recall. No, so 
good for Dallas. And Pittsburgh's been Pittsburgh's been fucking electric. They were down, I think, two nothing last night and won six to three. Like, can't, that's a wagon over there because like Tristan Jari's stopping pucks and they're getting five a game. Like, you're gonna have like that's obviously gonna like. They needed that a lot. They're literally if they had Jari that whole series, they win. And Malkin's looking be, like he's five years younger. Yeah. Like it's have fun with that one, guys. Well, that, that was without Gensel too last night. That was without Gensel. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> oh man, they're gonna be good. <laughs> one more note on Dallas. I think I saw Miro Haskin and has been on the ice for ten goals, four zero against. The, the Haskin and Norris campaign starts now. Mm-hmm. I mean, say what I you can... will about Pete DeBoer, but he's almost like John Tortorella in that sense, where like as soon as he gets to a new team, like he establishes an identity there, that defensive system. And, like, Shea Theodore really took a step underneath him. And, like, I think the same could be for Miro Haskinen as well. And I think there's more talent with Miro Haskinen. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he, he was just always, like, he never got those, like, top situations because, like, offense situations because of Klingberg. Mm-hmm. But yeah. now he's getting top power play. He's getting top – He's getting know, top everything, gets, yeah. Literally. He's, he's being a number one defenseman for them. He's the guy, yeah. Which is what he was touted as. It's just he's not going to – he doesn't have the flash like McCarr who was picked to pick after him. So he's never going to hear yeah. about it. Which Even McCarr though I would is, argue he does have the flash. Like he's a beautiful skater to watch. Oh, he does. It's just yeah. a different kind of flash. It's like – Yeah, oh, yeah. McCarr literally has that puck on a string every time he moves. And like you said, uh, Haskinen's just silky fucking skater. Remember, like, remember that Colorado game? Fucking Kale McCarr just took Tyler Johnson's room into the shadow realm. From him, yeah, just threw him into the shadow realm. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. Just we are in a very good era of young defensemen, and we will mm-hmm. be for like five years. Dude, we're in a freaking great era for hockey. Mm-hmm. Like just a lot of talent everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, we were talking. We we're talking about it like that 2023 class. That's only going to help it even more. Yep. And like, can you, you can even look a couple years ahead. Michael Meese is fucking killing it as 15 year old right now. That's 2025's first overall yeah, he's pick. Like, so. I think he's leading the OHL in goals. Another thing, 2020. We can go ahead to 2026. Um, there's a guy named Gavin McKenna. He was born December 2007. He played only one WHL game with, I believe, the Medicine Hat Tigers for assists crazy pretty good yeah pretty pretty, pretty good. good i'd say um pretty okay i would say pretty okay um so valerie nachushkin has six goals in six games and 11 points in six games is he the best player in the nhl yes he's better than is evolving wild creaming himself right now thinking <laughs> yeah, about this. Yeah. <laughs> are dallas fans kicking themselves Yes. <clears throat> Dude, he won a whole season without a goal once. This sport is so it. silly. Like, the sport is actually so fucking silly. It is unbelievable. Like, you don't see this. In, you don't see people just fucking bounce back and become point of game out of nowhere. It's, Dude, he's almost like two points per game. <laughs> I know! Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's literally taking the cadre spot on the power play. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Or I think it might be Lekkinen. I don't know. Oh, no. It's Lekkinen. Oh, no. What are we going to give spot to Arturi Lekkinen, who scored oh, the Stanley no. Cup winning goal? Anyways, um, I want to go over Val Nachushin's career. So, 2013, he was drafted 10th overall by the Dallas Stars. I even saw this tweet from 10 years ago. Or I think it was almost ten years ago. It was like late 2013 or something. It was like Yarmer Yager saying like, because he was on the Dallas Stars at the time. He was, or at least like I think 
played there or like I, I don't I don't remember if he was on the team at the time, but what like he said this about Valentucci. He's like he's gonna be one of the best players in the world. And like fast forward ten years later, he's like he's killing it. Has a Stanley Cup to his name, has got his new contract, and he hasn't uh slowed down. Like if anything, he's getting better. So that's that's awesome to see. His first season he had 34 points in 79 games, which is very respectable. Um 2014-15 looks like he had some injury issues, which I think he had earlier on in his career. And we played eight games, one assist. 2015-16, he had 29.79 games. I think he took a couple of years off to the KHL. Then he came back, 2018-19, had zero hey, goals. Yeah, zero goals in 57 games. And you're thinking, okay, that's probably a bust. But then he signs in Colorado, 27 points, 65 games. Not, not bad. Then 21 points in 55 games. Eh, not bad. Well, the next last year, 52 points, 62 games, and then he top it off. He had like nine goals in the playoffs, I think. Yeah. And now uh, this year he has 11 points in six games. What a what a career arc. What a comeback story. Mm-hmm. And he's got an eight year contract to show for it now. Yeah, and it's not like he's like he's just sitting on his ass doing nothing. Like he's earning that. He's more than earning that. Exactly. Right Good for good for Colorado because you know they were struggling to find goals. Oh, I know, I know. It's just they finally have a good player. They finally have an actual yeah. franchise talent. Wow, it's crazy. Um, they lose McKinnon and get another one. <laughs> um, I want to talk about the Buffalo Sabers. Shout out to Jacob and the Sabers. One because I watched them live and. Uh, they didn't play necessarily great, but they pulled out the win, which is really that what mattered. The big standout to me, like they have so many great young forwards, and like Rasmus Dahlin is off to that great start. Well, the one person that stuck out to me was their goalie, Eric Comrie. He was really good that game. I think he stopped like forty-five or forty-seven shots. Oh yeah, the goaltending what have we been saying? Yeah, hmm? and what have we been saying? Like, what do we say about Philadelphia? If you get get good goaltending in front of a good young team, who knows? Lot can happen. Hmm? Yeah. And they're off to that good start, four one and zero. Like if you can get pile up those early wins, especially if you're a team like Buffalo that's uh, has not earned the benefit of a doubt for having a slow start and making the playoffs. No, they have to get off to that fast start. And they have. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. And also, like one thing that we like we always joke about it. Like, oh yeah, you can't just have a good top six and expect to like win games anymore. Like they have a good top twelve. Like they yeah. they can legitimately go four lines on you and score with all four lines. And that is something that is a very rare trait that not a lot of teams are going to have in this league, and it's showing every night. Because like, look at Colum- or uh, look at Vancouver, for example. Like, I like to think they have good forward depth. They're not four lines deep like Buffalo, apparently. Because look mm-hmm. at they ran their show last night. Like yeah. every line was producing. Um, it's it's got to be a great feeling for Don Granado. I mean, he's just like, yeah, go do what you guys have been doing. Like, I don't have to say much. I just point, you go. Um, yeah. Like, Alex Tuck's been great. Tage Thompson's been great. Mm-hmm. The rookie, mm-hmm. uh, Paterka, has been great. Uh, Olafson's off to a hot start this year, which is huge for him because he, he, he's a goal scorer. So when he gets hot, he gets hot. Uh, I think Skinner's look good from what I've seen. Like, they, the pieces that need to be good, Krebs has been good. Like, just – they have name a like, bad player is the better question. I don't think you can name a player that looks out of place or like. Bro, bad. like the worst players like Zemkis Gergensen's and the dude scored last <laughs> night. So like, what what are you gonna do? Like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> they are they're fun watch right now for sure. I've watched. Oh a couple yeah, of they're definitely one of the more year. fun teams to watch in the the NHL. That's for sure. And even if like they don't make the playoffs, they're still gonna be one of the best, like most fun, exciting teams to watch. Not just for this year, but for like. I can't wait to watch Zemkis Ottawa because Ottawa's been really 
high octane offense to start. Oh yeah, Ottawa's picking it up too. They were they just scored bunches. It feels like I've been watching a couple of their games. Oh yeah, that 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 Ottawa and Boston game from like I think last. Oh my god! Imagine that for a home opener. Jeez. And from what I saw, they like packed the building too, which is good to see. Oh yeah, you got to see Alex DeBrincat. Come on now, bud. Jeez. Hey. I was trying to uh, – oh, yeah, Artem Zob. That's who they were really there to see. <laughs> they love me. <laughs> <laughs> they love me. Um, last team I kind of wanted to talk talk about – we t- talked about them a bit earlier, but the Bruins, man. Dominant. You can't kill them. You can't kill them. What I mean, like, we were doing – remember when we were doing our predictions, it's like I'm not pecking them out of the playoffs. I can't do it. Like, I can't do it. I don't care what the situation says. No Martian, no McAvoy, no problem. Yeah, if there was a year for them. New coach? Season, yeah. If there was a season for them to drop out of the playoffs, it would definitely be this year. But if anything, like, they're better than that. <laughs> They've gotten better from what they were last year. Fucking is, contract year, David yeah. Pasternak. Good Lord. That's scary for the league. Um, Zaka was a great trade for them because I don't think Hall was fitting. Underrated story. Nick Foligno's got three goals to start the year. Good for him. Like he's on freaking waivers, man. Yeah. Literally, like pretty cool. Yeah. Hampus Lindholm's playing very well. He just signed that mm-hmm. eight-year deal. Grizzly's starting to pick up a couple points, so he's probably going to heat up on the back end a little bit. Like, listen, if you go in thinking this is not the same Boston team, you're gonna lose. Like, mm-hmm. if you go in thinking it's like, oh, this is a different team. You don't have to try as hard. Like, you're stupid. Like, this is just like Pittsburgh. Like, it's just it, – these teams that just have that, that like leadership core, they they just know, like – they just don't turn it on. They, and they always seem to score at the right times. Like, I mean, we talked about it earlier. Taylor Hall has been incredible to start the season. He looks like – the Taylor Hall that we all thought was going to get that like $9 million contract a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. which now they have him at six, which is just hilarious to think about. Um, I mean, the tandem goaltending is going to work perfectly from the sounds of it with Olmark and uh, Swayman. So that's good for them. Fuck. They can hang around. It's going to be really interesting once Marshan and McAvoy get back. Cause like they're still in a playoff spot. I could definitely see them being like, Third in the division this year. If they could keep this, I was gonna say, man, if they keep us up and get those guys back, like they could challenge for the top of the division. Like the sky's the limit with them. Like they, they very much have a last dance vibe to them. And like if they can do it this year, I really believe they can. It their thing is they always just run into like Tampa in the playoffs. So I know they just gotta find a way to get, get around. Luck, that. I feel, yeah. Maybe you'll play Florida this year. Who knows? Hey, yeah, but right I, now they're I, first I in the they, fucking division. So I was gonna yeah. say I think they, they would play Florida actually. <laughs> I was gonna say I think they could take Florida in a, in a playoff series. Oh, they could. Yeah, they could. I just they looked rough against Carolina last year. Yeah, but I feel like if they start swimming all for all the series, they might actually win that series. Yeah, so I think they do. Like it was so close. Like they gave Carolina all they could handle. Hmm. Yeah, Boston's just like – like you and I always give them credit. It's just like every year, year in, year out, always competing, always at the top, always a tough match. Like got to tip your cap to them at some point. They're just very good. Oh, They're very yeah, well-run hockey club. Yeah, I can see why they put other hockey clubs in mental strain. Could totally not be a, a team that our co-host is a friend of. Totally, totally could not be a Ugh. 
That's that's really all I wanted to talk about. Yeah, like the, the the main teams that I wanted to talk were the Canucks, just because of everything that's been happening. Like another side note for the Canucks: Nils Hoglander got sent down after like I think he got like forty points in his rookie year. Well, he's just not getting the ice time either. Like yeah, Mikheyev's back. Like I don't know. I think he should come to Chicago for like. I think he should have just came uh, with the second and Dickinson. You know personally. what? That's a great point. Don't worry, we'll give him Sam Lafferty. We'll give him a real player. Hmm? <laughs> a guy who competes and skates like his hair is on fire, even though he doesn't have any hair. It was all burnt off. It was so. all because he was skating so fast. Yeah, exactly. It just like whoosh. It was all like, gone. It's actually incredible. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I just wanted to see the like talk about the Flyers as well. John Tortorella, like the Sabres doing great, and just like the Bruins, like. Yeah, those were the main teams I want to touch on. The Bruins. All other things. The Bruins. Yeah. The Bruins. Also have amazing reverse retro jerseys, the Bruins. Shout the out Wayne to them. The jerseys, love them. Love them. There's a lot of good reverse retros, but there are some stinkers, Dude, including the- ours. <laughs> yeah, there's some stinkers, but the one I, I really like, the Florida one. Oh, dude. So, like, when I have friends who don't even like hockey, text me, like, dude, these are clean. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, come on. You know, I did a good job. Yeah. Dude, like, honestly, like, it's really hard to fuck up powder blue. Like, when yeah. Winnipeg fucked it up a couple years ago, I was really yeah. shocked. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's such it's an easy jersey it. to make look yeah. good. Like, look at Montreal's. I love Montreal's blue jerseys. I think those look great. The powder blue ones with, like, the white, they look so good. I, I think they look good. It's just weird seeing a, a Habs logo with not red because it's just so yeah. iconic that jersey. Yeah, I get that, but like I feel like you see like Caulfield get a get a goal with one of those on the ice, it's gonna look good. Like, oh yeah, maybe even Kirby Doc. Oh yeah, got an OT winner. Yeah, against the <laughs> or you can get the Subway Minnesota Wild jerseys. <laughs> literally that's all i can think of when i see those jerseys i love the road ones that's the thing though like those like the ones they had two years ago or whatever i love those jerseys those are so clean it's just like oh these just i don't know it's something with the white stripe down the side that makes it look just like subway i don't know oh <laughs> another bad jersey calgary what the what yeah, is the like one. strap going up the middle thing yeah. i don't like the the sea's cool, the white sea, but like everything else mm-hmm. is just too much going on there. Like, Another one I like the LA Kings. Like they, oh. whenever they use the Lakers color, like really LA, I don't think has ever had except for like the Burger King jerseys in the nineties. Like I don't think they've ever had a bad jersey. Like, Mm-mm. dude, they always have good jerseys. Like, mm-hmm. Whether they go. With, like, the- yeah, whether they go with like the black or like silver and white or like the Lakers colors, like they, they always kill it. Oh yeah, I'm curious to see how those look on the ice because I really like the arms on those. Like, oh, Arizona's look pretty good now. That I think about them, like the orange, I like that. Yeah, I don't mind those. Yeah, um, Detroit suck, but that's besides the point. They mm. suck also. <laughs> what Jimmy sent that picture? It's like the Chicago and Detroit uh, jer- reverse retro jerseys they have in a mid off. Literally uh, though, yeah. and they're both terrible. Oh my god! And like I saw another one. It's like when you copy someone's homework and you both get, <laughs> you both fail the test or whatever. Uh, oh my god! Uh, another bad one. Or, uh, it's not even bad. It's just tacky. Tampa's just so tacky. Oh, I was gonna say Tampa. I hate those. Oh, so. the light. Like, I, I kind of respect the corniness and like tackiness of it, but no, it just. Nick was like, I don't know if these are made by a five-year-old or not. I was like, I think they were. <laughs> oh, the black screaming eagle. 
perfection. Oh, the Washington one? Mm-hmm. Black, yeah, yeah perfect. Like, I don't think you can get better than that one. I'm just, like, running through them all in my head right now. The Canes one's lazy. Yeah. Um, Fisherman one's cool. Like, yeah. Fisherman jersey's back. Get excited, Islander Nation. And your team's get not absolute dog shit. Isles Nation. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, like, some good jerseys out there. I like the Sabres one. I would have liked if they went like just the black and red like they did in the Hashik era. The mm-hmm. Hashik era, but they era. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, shout out the Devils. I actually really like the Devils jerseys too. The white ones with like the like blue and yellow on them. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think. Yeah, yeah. they kind of look like Colorados. But yeah, I, like I think them. that's what they were trying to do because they they came from Colorado. Yeah, like, they were Colorado like, yeah. Or something, right? Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, that's all I can really think of off the top of my head for the yeah the RRs. New jerseys are always fun because then everyone drops a list and like people care. And <laughs> here's my tier list. Yeah, guys, everyone listen to me. It's like no, I will. <laughs> I will. Anyways. Yeah. Exactly. Anyways. <laughs> oh no. Anyways. Um. Other sports updates: the NFL and the, and the MLB. Uh. My Cincinnati Bengals play the Atlanta Falcons today. Both are three and three. Actually, the game starts in like a little over half an hour. So once this podcast is done, I'm definitely gonna be watching. I'll probably be watching it while I'm getting this out. So yeah, that'll be fun. Who the, how have the Bears been doing? I haven't been uh, keeping track. Well, I assume they're not. Probably not doing great. But like, who, who they? They play Monday night against the Patriots. So that oh. should go about as well as you would think. Yeah. No. Here's the thing. They've lost four games by one score in a row. So you, sh- they, you that should tell you. Or three games in a row by one score. I don't care. They've lost a lot by one score, and it's really pissed me off. Like, I think they've lost three games by a combined like eleven points, twelve points. It's mm. tough. Receivers won't catch the ball. You know, just fun stuff. Fun, fun stuff. Fields is getting murdered every other play. You know, just. Poor good stuff. Good stuff. Glad I get a day where I don't have to watch those idiots and I can just watch Red Zone all day. <laughs> Quick MLB updates. The uh, Houston Astros are beating the New York Yankees three to nothing. Already? Or no, I meant like Oh, I thought you meant like they were playing today and already up three nothing. I was like, oh my god. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Send <laughs> their asses up, home. Hell with the way they're playing right now. Like that could be the case. Dude. Houston's on a Houston's literally on a like I'll give them their credit if they win this ring because this is literally like the fuck you ring. Oh, they're on a fuck you tour. tour. They are on a fuck you tour, and it's a fucking crazy, it's a good one right now. Like, I can respect fuck you tours, dude. When Altuve's like 0 for 24 or some shit, and you're still winning the way they're winning, is yeah. I I saw someone say Altuve's 0 for 24 hashtag for Kobe. I was like, Jesus Christ, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Whenever I think of that, it's just like, it's like that that quote. It's like, oh, I didn't go 0 for 3. I'm going 0 for 24 or whatever. That means I'd rather go back because it means I didn't yeah. stop yeah. trying or something. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe I didn't lose confidence, yeah. Yeah, he did. Maybe blood should have lost some confidence. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Phillies are up 3-1 on the Padres. I'm kind of... I'm kind of bummed. I wanted to see the Padres move on, but like I think it'll be cool to see the Phillies move on as well. Because I want to see Bryce Harper get a ring now. That's like mm-hmm. my if it's gonna be the Phillies, I want to see Bryce get a ring because he's yeah. he's a hell of a hitter and he 
left the Nationals the year they won. So yeah, that's a little rough. I, I kind of hope he gets it. And yeah. also, just like seeing like the city of Philadelphia be in at least a championship series, that'll be crazy. I mean, they're gonna Philly's gonna be fine. Like the Eagles are undefeated. <laughs> they're gonna oh, get yeah, more. They're gonna get yeah. more postseason fun this year. And like, barring knock on wood, some like colossal collapse in Philly, like they'll be fine. The the fact that their biggest concern right now is the fucking 76ers who just are mediocre. Mediocre. They're fine. They're fine. They're fine. They're going to turn to Boston. Oh, no. We can't have a parade this year. Oh, no. <laughs> My five-year-old son's been to one every year. What the fuck? <laughs> What's it like? Someone born like 20 years ago in Boston has like witnessed a championship like every like six months. Oh, dude, literally, there's one of them on the Pat McAfee show. He's like our age. He has literally lived in an eternal glory in Boston. And mm-hmm. he talks like it too. And he, dude, seen like fucking 11 rings or some shit, it feels like. Like, what, six from the Patriots, three from the Red Sox, one from the fucking Celtics, one from, yeah, 11. Jesus mm-hmm. fucking Christ. That's so fucking spoiled. It's insane. <laughs> That's coming from someone who had three cups. Jesus. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's that it's that time of year right now where all all sports are playing. Like the NHL is going, the NBA just started, the NFL has been underway for a while now, and then the MLB is wrapping up. So, pretty cool. Um, I just want to do a quick update on the the Blackhawks prospects right now. Like we brought up earlier, Kevin. Craig Nazar is dead. <laughs> yeah, he he died. Frank Nazar has been found dead in Miami. So sad. Yo, uh, I just want to shout out one Blackhawks prospect. From what I've seen, Jake Wise is playing really well this year, and I, I and that makes me happy because that guy has had terrible injury luck throughout oh. his college career. So if he could have a big year this year and maybe sign on afterwards as be a part of the organization, I'd be happy for him. That's twenty yeah, eight points, third round pick, eight points, eight games for Ohio State University. 69th overall. That's pretty cool. Good for Jake. Yeah, even if he doesn't like sign with the Blackhawks, if he gets like even like hell like an AHL contract, that'd be so cool to see from him with all the yeah. dreams issue luck or rather lack it's of a good luck. comeback story. Yeah. I, yeah. The guy had to transfer like it whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, um right. Ryan Green's playing in Boston, correct? Boston University, correct. Boston. Um yeah. Gavin Hayes in the top line with the Flint Firebirds. I think he's playing with Brennan Othman, who is a Rangers. He's playing with that bus. Oh, baby. Trying to make him look good. Yeah, he's carrying him because he sucks. Get owned. But yeah, like Kevin Korchinski. It's funny looking at the Elite Prospects page because they always like do the projected. So he has one goal, 11 assists for 12 points in six games. He's on pace to play 66 games, 11 goals, but get this, 121 assists for 132 points. Is that good? I think that's good. Yeah, that I might know. be all right, I think. I don't know. Might be. I think, I'm pretty sure he's tied with Bedard for most assists in the uh, the WHL. So That's crazy because they're going to be teammates um, next year. I, I know. That's a pretty good point, honestly. Ryan Green has five points in five games with Boston University. He's been playing that. like third line minutes too, so that's fucking impressive in life when you think mm-hmm. about it. Winsky, from what I saw, he's off to a pretty good start as well. He has four points in four games. Not bad. Yeah, and he was coming off injury too, so mm-hmm. you know, 
good for him to get started. Uh, I know Doc got hurt. Um, yeah, in Kelowna. Oh, Kelowna is, is a crack team, dude. Oh yeah, that's where Crystal is, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And Caden yeah. Price as well, who, who's probably going to be a first round pick. But yeah, Gavin Hayes has ten points, ten games, five goals, five assists. Pretty good. Pretty okay for a third round pick, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like the Frank Nazar injury, it sucks. But like again, this is this is all about the long game. Just make sure that he's healthy and. I'm just more pissed because he's going to miss out on playing a Fantilli in Michigan. That's oh, more why I'm pissed. Because like, I was so fucking ready to see those two play together. Yeah. Don't At worry, least for one game. We're in Chicago because we're going to get Bedard and Fantilli. Because the Lightning are not going to give us – they're going to give us our third overall pick even though it's top ten protected. Let's go! Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They're like, no, we're going to save it for next year. Give it Because we want fucking Aaron Kibihar on you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, no, it's like – other than that, like, can't really ask more over the Blackhawks prospects. You just want to see them playing games, producing, which is what they're all doing. So, I, it's good to see. Yep. And, you know, the biggest prospect of them all has got – I think he's pointing game. His in Rockford. Per game. Yeah. Yeah. He's been all right. Pretty good. Oh, I'm talking about Reichel, too. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that guy's doing pretty good. That little chestnut, yeah. Yeah. Future's bright. Team's not playing like shit. Not a terrible time to be a Blackhawks fan. Yeah, he can't. Oh, there's there's definitely worse times to be a Blackhawks fan, especially <laughs> 12 months ago. Weird. Yeah, exactly. Oh, by the way, Ethan Del Mastro has 11 points in seven OHL games, two goals. He's been games. getting apples on all of them and Beck's goals, it feels like. Oh, I know. Beck had like six points the other day. Like, yeah, that's crazy. I think I uh, maybe underestimated Owen Beck a little bit. But, anyways, Perhaps yeah, I we'll, treated you too harshly. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll talk more. It's crazy on that. that that's the Montreal's best pick of the draft. That's crazy. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll. We're gonna we're gonna bring back the prospect series as well. We've been taking a few weeks from hiatus. October's been a pretty uh, busy month for us, but uh, don't worry, we're gonna get gonna get back on track with things. Um, I don't think there's really anything else to add. Oh, one more thing: Nick Jalmerson might be returning to pro hockey. That's he's, pretty. Cool. He's playing in Sweden, right? <laughs> yeah, HP seventy one or so. That's awesome, dude. Like he, ah, such an underrated career. I hope he gets like his. Not like like he had his appreciation night, but like he needs another one. Like, yeah, he needs more. Shit. He needs more appreciation. Exactly. Yeah. One of the most underrated pieces of those cup teams for sure. I'd say the most underrated piece. He's like the reason. He's the guy who made it to where Duncan Keith could do all the shit he was doing in the later years. Like mm-hmm. that just gets underrated all the time. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Took a puck to the throat and still played. Like mm-hmm. couldn't talk for three games. Still played. Yeah, you like look at his graphs, like he just suppressed everything. Like literally the graphs here. And then it drops yeah. like a little bit and then he retires. Doesn't even get all the way down here. It's like right here. <laughs> and then you know, you can just go look at the graphs and the year we traded John Merson Keys analytics went so Yeah. Refor pecked Nick Jalmerson. Refor pecked. Now now we now we got a real defenseman wearing that number. <laughs> Jones. Own that freak. Yeah. I'm for Jalmerson, though. I'm happy for him. Yeah. He's closer to his family, too, now. Yeah, I was going to say, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. When you've you've got three cups in your career and played that big of a part, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Facts. Anyways, I don't know if you have anything else more to add, but we can end this off and I can go watch the Bengals and the Blackhawks play. 
Let's go! That's fun. I do hope the Bengals win tonight, though. Or today, whatever. If you don't lose to the Falcons, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. Like, that's a big, there's a bigger problem to address if you lose to the Falcons. I might have to might have to fly out to Cincinnati and say a few uh, choices. I'll handle this things. myself. <laughs> Fine. I will do it myself. But I got to check my fantasy, or fantasy football lineups. Because if Keenan Allen's going to be a fucking asshole and not play, I'm really going to be in a pickle. I'm really going to be in a pickle if he's not playing. You might even say be in a dill pickle. (laughs) You're so funny, man. I know, dude. I wish I could be that funny. I don't know why I'm like Dude, I got the dad jokes. Down to a science. Now I just, yeah, down to a science. Now I just got to actually like find a find a lady and you know do all that and then have a child and then i'll be a dad (laughs) one day we'll get there one day what will happen first that (laughs) happening or seth jones contract ending with the black oh there you go that's the bad (laughs) (laughs) that's the wager right now you got eight years get going i got i got till what 2030 Mm, i think it might be on my side for now but (laughs) gotta put in the work you know right Thank you all for tuning in to this podcast. I hope you had a wonderful Canadian Thanksgiving. If you are a Canadian Thanksgiving listener, hope you enjoyed last weekend as well. I did. It was my it was my twenty second birthday. That was that was that was fun. Let's go. Yeah, that's why we didn't record last week because yeah, that Sunday where we were supposed to record, like my friend surprised me with a, a birthday dinner, and then we we're gonna record Monday and just everything nothing was working. So we just said fuck it, we'll do it for next week, and now here we are. So. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. Use promo code THBN for DraftKings, so on and so forth. Give us a five-star rating on your preferred podcast platform and leave us a positive review to inflate our little egos. Anyways, thank you no, all for Tell us how much you hate us. I actually like those more. Let's go. Yeah. Honestly, just just leave us something that is interesting, you know? Leave a comment saying Jimmy's short. Nah, on that freak. And don't forget to smash that like button. Smash that like button. Anyways, (laughs) enjoy the rest of your Sunday, y'all.